welcome to Stateside F1. I'm Joe Leonardo. That man making the sound of the opening race in Bahrain for the 2024 season is Andrew Berger. Hey, howdy, hey, Joe. Good to be back here in the same place we recorded all of last season. (laughs) Well, I'm now in a closet instead of the bedroom. You and Tom Cruise. (laughs) Dude. We're back. Yeah, we're back. Brand new season. Super jazzed. We got so all the same familiar faces, some new companies that are just rebranded old companies. <laughs> so it's basically everybody's the same. Well, remember, you know what? Speaking of fake companies and old companies, so a long time ago, well, obviously back in the day, smoking cigarettes was the thing to do. Oh, I loved it. And I miss it. I, I, I was never as cool as you, so I... I do not miss such an awesome thing. Did you thing. smoke cigarettes? Never cigarettes. No. I've never, no, I smoked a cigar before. Mm. Never a cigarette though. So Marlboro obviously used to sponsor Michael Schumacher's mm-hmm. Ferrari. Infamous, infamous Ferrari. Yes. That's like the toy Ferrari with that Marlboro uh, uh, branding on the side there. If I, if I was a cigarette smoker, that that's what I would smoke. Oh, hell yeah. Anyways. There was a rule a couple years ago in Formula One that you can't, have a cigarette company sponsor your vehicle so a cigarette company made a fake company and still sponsored ferrari is it bwt for uh is it bwt does alpine i have no idea what that company is there they could be a fake cigarette company mission winnow it was during the sebastian vettel era tobacco firm accused of using formula one to flout ads hilarious (laughs) Wait a minute, but if it's branded yes. and nobody knows what this company is, they're just paying money for nobody to recognize them. So I remember I looked up Mission Winnows. I was like, what is this? And now I'm on their website. I, I still don't know what they do. Yeah, Mission Winnow presents. They have a couple videos here. Episode one, the 100 days. It's. <laughs> are you looking at this? The 100 days, the change the world. There's a misspelling. Sizzle reel trail. Yeah, it definitely, this feels like money laundering. This feels fake. <laughs> fake companies sponsoring cars makes sense. I've been trying to avoid all of this Alfa Romeo garbage. What, oh what is God. happening, Joe? So I don't get, even get me up so to speed. So Alfa Romeo always had stake as a sponsor. It was on their halo. Yeah. But now they've been rebranded. Now Stake F1 is like the major, I don't know if it's always been the major sponsor, but it's like it's name right sponsor now. So it is Stake F1. And if have you seen the car, the new car? I think I saw it's like, like a vomit green. It's f- so fugly. It looks like Nickelodeon sponsored a Formula One car. Like the Stake lettering, oh, no. the font is all it's like comic sans but like <laughs> but like I'm looking you at know it. I, I like more special <laughs> i don't know if that's the right term to use but like it's like bad it's really bad font and then it's this vomit like green dude that looks like the slime they use at the kids choice awards oh my god it is so bad and the thing is the 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 thing i hate the most about it is i always thought the alfa romeo had like a classy look to it it really had that cool lettering it almost looked like a like a signature on you know 
some sort of form, like the Declaration of Independence, like a John Hancock, like Alfa Romeo. You know what I mean? It's like written like a beautiful. Yeah. And like the, the dark red and the colors are awesome. And they now they're like a Hot Wheels car, like a Hot Wheels reject car. And it's so bad. I mean, it matches uh, uh, Botas's mullet he's got going on. Botas has given oh. up. He knows he's never going to be world champ. It's so sad. He's living his best life. He's just taking the checks and riding bikes in Australia with his girlfriend. The dream. The dream. He knows his reality and he's living in it. I mean, do you, do you respect that or do you hate on it? Because he's... Do I, do I hate on it? I'm sitting in a closet right now at 11 o'clock at night talking about F1. He's driving an F1, probably banging supermodels. Uh, that's what Christian Horner does, apparently. Yeah, and he, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you hear, actually, uh, someone found a, a whole hard drive worth of images and messages? Google Drive to survive. Yeah, dude. And sent it to drivers, team principals, and yeah, and leaders of the Formula One organization. I was able to see some of the conversations. They didn't seem risque. I'm sure there's stuff I'm missing from it, but someone posted, I think maybe like a teaser of it. And they were like, just, Uh he was like asking questions like, do you do the splits? It was very like, like old man, old man Riz. Like, hey, do you do the splits? (laughs) That's all I saw. You know what? It's so funny, though, because it's so true. When you've been out of the game for so long, you forget how to play the game. Yeah. When you're married to a Spice Girl, you kind of, like, stop playing the game. But apparently, you know, people are addicted to power. They want what they can't have, even when they already have everything. It's the folly of man. So what's Lance, Lauren Stroll's deal? This man's a multi-billionaire. He's definitely had like six wives. When you have that kind of like access to anything you want, infidelity is not out of the, like it, it it's more common amongst. Oh my God. Yeah. He married Raquel Stroll yeah. in 2020. You can't be married to a guy like that. It's like being married, like what, Jeff Bezos. He, he looks just awful. He looks like a melted wax figure. <laughs> Doesn't he look so weird? What the hell happened? It's too much. These people have too much. These people have way too much. Hi, everybody. Joe Leonardo here. And this is Andrew Berger. Along with being the hosts of Stateside F1, Andrew and I are audio engineers with thousands of hours of podcast experience. Between the both of us, we've worked with a wide variety of companies from Google to Discovery as editors, mixers, sound designers, and even social media managers. If it's a companion podcast for a TV show or just a hobby among friends, we can help you with your podcast. Feel free to reach out to us at statesideF1 at gmail.com. The Zook. That's why he's posting videos of him making katanas now. We are now in a world where Mark Zuckerberg is the most normal of all these people. It is insane. Mark Zuckerberg was always seen as this like android alien, you know, void of all personality, <laughs> like a weirdo, right? And now we, I look at Elon Musk try to form a non 12 year old thought and it can't happen. Jeff Bezos looks like 
you know, a Madden, Madame Tussauds reject. You know, Bill Gates is part of some weird Jeffrey Epstein thing, you know? And Mark Zuckerberg is just like, he just seems like, you know, like you're kind of weird neighbor, but you're like, this guy's kind of cool. I want to see Danny Rick in a Red Bull just for the, like, he'll be in it for this season and then they'll, you know, they'll dump him or something, but. What, uh, FP1, he was first. Yeah, he was. You're the second person to tell me Zach Brown was like making fun of. Well, he's just really going bulls. after the racing bulls and the. He actually brought up Netflix. He brought up the latest season of uh, Drive to Survive, saying like they keep showing Christian Horner when uh, it was about AlphaTauri and like Helmet Marco making d- driver decisions for another team. And the problem is like there's the teams vote on regulations and stuff like that. So if you have one guy having voting power for 20% of the grid, that's not good. In Toto actually made a good point because he goes, well, you could say Williams and Mercedes, right? But there's already been a history of them having different votes on things. Like like they had a regulation on, on suspension or something like that. And Williams... Uh, either voted yay or nay, and then Mercedes voted the opposite. So they weren't in lockstep. But Red Bull and AlphaTauri or Toro Rosso or whatever, whatever we want to call each other now, Racing Bulls. Even the name, like literally they named themselves, they named the second team like the same name as the first team. Like don't make it so obvious. It's like murdering somebody and coming back with one glove on. Like, what happened here? And there's like a bloody glove on the dead body. Like, I don't know. I'm just missing a glove. Like, obviously. That's like OJ. He was my example. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it's so obvious. But yeah, Zach Brown has been, he's been going hard in the pain over it, which is like hilarious. But also it tells me maybe McLaren's having some issues because if he's spending his time complaining about racing bulls and Red Bull... Maybe oh, he's dude. not focused team crapping out. No, because Lando Lando wants that Red Bull seed now. Lando's Lando's done. Mm. He he wants to win a race. Yeah, he's like Oscar, take this. I don't want this anymore. Yeah. And now he saw now he sees Lewis leaving Mercedes, and apparently Lewis was inspired by uh Alonzo. Oh, he took like a leap of faith. Jumping, yeah, leaving Alpine. And taking the leap of faith with Aston. I mean, Alonzo's having a great time. He's Frankie Valley. Sure, dude. I saw a TikTok with him. Is he still alive? And he looked like <laughs> he looked like like a Chuck E. Cheese mechanical. Like he's so old. <laughs> like there's no life in his eyes. And he's on stage <laughs> singing. And someone was. He's obviously lip syncing, lip singing. And oh, there was no. no life in his eyes. I was like, this man. They have this. They must have this man's family hostage or something why is he on stage he needs to be at a home they'll say work hard or else we'll send you the p diddy you have to go to p diddy's house (laughs) and he was like no please (laughs) (laughs) all right before we end this i definitely want to talk about lewis going to ferrari because this is huge news yeah mercedes didn't want him to be he was he was thinking about his his future after formula one but also getting that eighth I was talking to a colleague of mine. I would die of laughter if Hamilton wins number eight this year. That was that happened to Alonso, right? I didn't Alonso say he was leaving. Was it McLaren or what was it? No, maybe it wasn't McLaren. But his 
What was his last world championship? I think it was he he won it already announcing that he was going to leave like from the previous year. Oh, I didn't realize that, but uh, yeah, I think that makes sense because he won it back to back 2005 2006 and then he went to mclaren mercedes in 2007 yeah you're right because i remember i was like why would he when that happened i was like why would he leave a world championship winning team he already made the decision <laughs> and then he won i mean it would be it would be a great swan song story you know if he if hamilton did get the eighth some might say his ninth but whatever you know, even Helmut Marco <laughs> says I give 2021 to Lewis. Ooh, I know. I couldn't believe that. They just—they're—they're they're like they're Shakespearean characters over that Red Bull. He's like such a puck, you know, just a little trickster <laughs> for our smarter listeners out there. The psychological warfare in Formula One—I can't even imagine. Yeah. Did you see? Did you watch Drive to Survive? There's a little moment because they do a whole episode on Liam Lawson, which oh, so deserved. He's with Yuki at some sort. They're like taking pictures of something and they're having glasses of water. And Liam Lawson's like, what would you do if I just poured this on your head right now? Just kind of like a mental. It was like a weird mental thing. And then you, I think it was at, it was in Japan too. It was at Suzuka. So it's like Yuki's at his home turf and he has this little, you know, you know, I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to swear. Yeah, his rival, but just kind of like, messing with him be like hey what would you do if i just poured this on your head and you could just like i will put you in the ground i will put you in the ground like very aggressively and liam just kind of laughs it off and i was like oh he's getting in his head he's laying the seed because yuki's such a hothead and liam's like i all i have to do is just shake him shake him a little bit and then he'll he'll crash out of the race or something he's not gonna get that seat i can see him getting yuki's seat but I had a thought and I told this to my wife. I had a little moment because I was uh -oh. explaining this to her. I'm like, I, why would they not offer it to Liam? You know? And then I thought, oh, Japanese driver, their biggest sponsor and their power unit is Honda. Hmm. Exactly. There it is. That's exactly it. I even heard Eddie Jordan, some YouTube reel saying that when he had his Formula One team, some Japanese brand was a big sponsor for him. And he had two drivers who were European, but he had to get rid of one to get uh, Takuma Sato in his car to solidify the sponsorship. So uh, he was saying, yeah, this other driver was great, but I needed a Japanese guy to get the sponsor money I needed to run the team. Yeah. I mean, it's what's happening right now with Williams and Logan Sargent. There is no way Logan deserves that seat. There's no way he deserved a second year. No way. Who's their team principal? James Vowles? Is it James Vowles? Yeah, the guy from Mercedes. Yeah. Chimless man. That his, his his like is it a medical condition? Do you need a chin? He has absolutely no chin. Well, I mean Matt Reif. Oh yeah, Matt Reif didn't he well, yeah, I think he like took a bone from his ass and put it on his face. And gave himself a chin. That's what people are saying. You're the comedy man. Is he funny? I, I, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I honestly don't. I just, I'm so sick of the whole, like, your whole act is crowd work. Yeah, same. Yeah. It's old. You know what the worst thing is, too? I'm looking at James Vowles. He was born in 1979, and look how much he's achieved. He's, like, 15 years older than me. Mm -hmm. And I'm um, like, 
here I am. <laughs> I like how we always talk crap about people, then we always go back to like, guys, we're nothing. <laughs> every time, you know, every time. It turns into self-deprecating. But if we if we attack ourselves at the end, then it means we're not bad people. Exactly. That's exactly. what we're doing. That is the secret. L- millennial guilt. We're just guilt. We feel guilty for being alive. Did you do your forecast F1? I did. I'd still put Red Bull 1-2 because I think they are they got shit up their sleeve. They're definitely Their power unit's not at full. Yeah, they're sandbagging for sure. 100%. Thank you for listening to Stateside F1. Please like, comment, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your sweet, sweet podcast content. Follow us on Instagram at Stateside F1 and TikTok at Stateside F1 Podcast. Feel free to message us, DM us memes, comments, questions, suggestions, etc. We will respond and follow you back. Bye. Bye. Bye.